hi guys it's me toke and welcome to moments with toke okay hello guys um so we have somebody today i call her yawo she is um she's a sweetheart she's a lovely 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 lady and um uh, she has a uh, just one and only Olo worry me and that is Yinku <laughs> Sprinkles. So to me with me today I have Dr. Mrs. Olamide Awopega Ni Ilubusi. And um, she's a dentist. Before that she's my friend, she's my G, she's my sister. She's uh, a dentist, she's a chef. She's uh, she's a very she's a very good um, you know person with good personality everything everything and she's, she's fun to be with so today our wedding was let me see one of the best wedding i've attended in nigeria and you know furthermore even outside nigeria we have never gone <laughs> <laughs> but one day one day shall. but just, just so olamide is here today to share uh, the experience of how to plan for your big day everybody is having this i mean every everywhere you go now engagement wedding bells are just ringing in the air at least as if this 2020 you if you don't marry you there's no space in 2021 but you know it's just a beautiful thing so i know some of us might be you know looking forward to how that day is going to be the things you need to know how to prepare yourself for the uncertainties the certainties and all stuff like that so she's basically here to share our experience the planning the psychological mental spiritual physical financial planning everything that has to do with you know making your big day to be awesome and to be what you want it to be so just sit down sit back relax and enjoy this moment learn as much as you can pick one or two things that will help you to plan for your wedding low budget middle budget high budget don't worry i'm sure you just have something to pick a very good lesson that you can use in um, preparing for that special day for those who don't, don't have yet don't worry just learn you, you learn by faith <laughs> when you learn <laughs> when you learn these things why you know it will come i thank god i already learned so the next voice you'll be hearing is that of my sweet 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 lady dr mrs I will be back. Hi, Olamide. Hi, Tokashi Dente. <laughs> so, like she earlier introduced, my name is Olamide, Dr. Mrs. Aokweba Olamide. And um, I'm a dentist here, yeah, so that's by the side. Um, my wedding was November 9, 2019. Yay! Although we are not yet one year, but by next month, mm. it will be one year. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. So, basically, he just you know got engaged and the engagement i mean is you know your guy has proposed mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's the first thing and then the next thing on your mind is okay i have a wedding to plan mm -hmm. so the first question you need to ask yourself is what kind of wedding do i want mm -hmm. and i'm sure we've been you know most people most ladies even before the guy even before Bay comes into the picture you've always had this dream or mm -hmm. idea of how you want your day to go mm -hmm. so the question is okay what kind of wedding do i want and you know mm -hmm. here in nigeria we have three types of wedding yeah we have traditional wedding yes we have the church wedding yeah. and we have the court wedding mm -hmm. so now based on your background based okay. on your um where your family is from or where your spouse family is from 
that will help you to decide the type of wedding you want. Mm -hmm. So as a Yoruba girl, so I'm going to be speaking from experience now. Okay. I'm a Yoruba girl, so I know that I have to do a traditional wedding, okay. a Yoruba traditional wedding. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing is to decide between either a church wedding and a court wedding. Mm -hmm. Now, based on the type of church you go to as the woman, okay. if your church is not licensed, to join both of you, mm -hmm. you cannot have a church wedding. Wow, are you serious? Yes. Wow. The church, okay. the church has to be licensed to join. You know, we have parish. You know, like you can be attending. Okay, you know, you have parish level. You have headquarters, yeah. and you have you know. So if your parish is not licensed to okay. join both of you, you cannot get married in that church. So you have to probably go to the headquarters. Okay. So is it possible church. to do both church and court wedding, or you just have to pick one? Well, if is to me, if you are doing both church and court weddings, like waste of money mm. and waste of time. Okay. If your church has been licensed okay. by the federal government okay. to hold marriage ceremonies, okay. then you don't need to go to court because wow. it's the same certificate you receive in court okay. that the church will give you. Mm, that's true. It's just that the church certificate will have the letterhead, okay. although it's still from the federal government, but the church name will be included. Okay. Do you understand? Okay. So it's like a waste of money and waste of time. Okay. But if your church is not licensed, then that is why you see people okay. go to courts, and then get the certificate, and then what they do in church is just, you know, in the presence of God. Oh, okay. Do you understand? Okay, okay. But the certificate is what is important. important. Okay. Basically, mm -hmm. that is. So if you're doing in a church that it's, that is licensed, mm -hmm. the only thing you have to get from the court is the um, what's this thing called? A, a permission like a permit mm -hmm. that okay i'm going to go and do my marriage in church so the court will go through the name of the church check mm -hmm. their register and see if the church is licensed okay. so if the church is licensed then you get the permit from the court and then take it to the church that okay oh, yes really? if i approved your date we can go ahead ah, really yeah. <laughs> so that <laughs> okay. is by the side okay. so for me it was just traditional wedding and a church wedding okay. so i didn't have to do court wedding the only thing i went to do at the court is to get the permit okay. from court okay. so now so you had at getting the permit from court yeah. you have to dress so good no i didn't have to do although i had this um idea that okay i have to dress up because i see people stand yes. in front of the board <laughs> certificate and take picture not knowing that the people that do that are those that will not eventually like go to okay. church and do the official thing do you understand yeah. people that get the certificates from the courts okay. that they have to show that mm. yes, we've gotten a marriage certificate. Okay. So that's why they dress up and go to court because the court is legally joining yeah. them. Okay. So for those that are just going to court to get a permit, you don't need to do all the dress up. Do you need to go together with your spouse? Yes, they have to see your spouse. They have to see your spouse. Any other family member? No, that you just no it's just you and your spouse. Okay. It's those that they know that okay, well, we are getting certificate from court. That is when the family member now join them. And then the court will join them, do the whole vow thing, and then present their certificate. Okay. But if you are just getting a permit, you don't need all because you are going to go and do the official thing in church. Yeah. So that is by the side. So you've decided, okay, I'm having a traditional wedding and I'm having a church wedding or a court wedding. So the next question is, what is my budget? Because your budget is important mm -hmm. and it will help you to decide on every other thing. Because without a budget, you cannot continue to plan. Okay. So now, your budget will determine, okay, how your big day is going to go. Okay. Now, okay, you have to decide. I mean, gone are the days when they say, Yawoloma Shewedi. Sorry, <laughs> let me interpret what I'm saying. That is the bride that handles the marriage ceremony. 
it is a lie. Now, <laughs> if the husband has everything, if the husband has hundred percent, you are good to go. If it's the wife that has the hundred percent, no wala. If it's fifty fifty, you know you should know your partner by mm. now. I mean, this is someone you're getting married, to, so you should know. Okay, this is what my partner can afford. This is what I can afford. Mm. So if you both of you have to decide, okay, what can we both afford mm-hmm. when we bring both our resources together? You know, from family members, from friends. At the end of the day. How much do you think we can pull? And okay. you, you still be able to live well. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and something something people do is okay, they decide I want a small wedding, I want a big honeymoon. Mm. Or I want a low-key honeymoon and I want a big wedding. So honeymoon tree is part of honeymoon is part of although <laughs> some of us are still on the waiting list. They not we've not gone for our honeymoon. <laughs> I are still, you know, So these are the things you guys should have talked about. Like, okay, are we going? Are we doing our honeymoon in a grand style? Mm. If you're doing honeymoon in a grand style, I mean, it depends. If, if you, if you people, are, uh, you know, you have the money. Okay, sorry to cut you. Okay. Um, but I just ask, what what was it for you okay. regarding the wedding? Regarding the wedding, what was that thing that you were just looking out for that? I don't care about because some people like they are like I don't care about people that come mm-hmm. as long as it's just me and my husband mm-hmm. as long as people are settled with food and then my family. So what was that? What well, was I that thing you were looking out you for? You answered my question because for me I am a I don't care about every other person. It's just me and my husband. That is that is the person. That is the type of person I am. Number one and number two, I'm the only girl in my family, so I know that. My wedding has to be, you know, no, on point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only female, you know. And you know when you're the only female, and that is the only yeah. area where they collect in that family. Yeah. <laughs> it has to be, it has to be on point. And then thirdly, I want, you know, I've been dreaming about my big day, my big day, my big day. I wanted a day that, you know, everything would just be about me. Mm. You know, no stress from anybody. Let it just be everything I want. Like I'm not going to go out of my way to please anybody. Mm-hmm. If I don't want this, I don't want this. It was all. It's going to be about me. And I wanted a memorable day. I want a day that I can look back and say, "Wow, I had a great day." And you did. And I did. Yeah. And not have any form of regret. Aww. Yeah. So that was it for me. Okay. So moving on, um, you guys have decided on your budget. And say for example, your budget is five M. So you've decided whether it's 50-50, you guys are going to share it. So meaning the bride will bring 2.5 and the man will bring 2.5. So now based let's on say your budget, 100, yeah, you if it's 100,000, <laughs> 50, you are going to go. 50,000. See, don't believe, okay, I'm going to get there, but don't believe those that say um, if your budget is not up to this amount, they can't help you plan your wedding. That's mm-hmm. bullshit. Mm-hmm. Because as an event planner, no matter the budget, you should be able to work within mm-hmm. the budget of your client. So there's nothing like your budget has to be up to this amount before I plan your wedding. Mm-hmm. Those people that say that, I think they're all about the money. Mm-hmm. They're not all about, okay, what you want. So we'll get there. So now that you've decided on your budget, the next thing is, do you want one day event or a two day event? Mm-hmm. That is very important based on your budget. Now, there are advantages and disadvantages with making each of those decisions. You can decide that, okay, I want a one day event, meaning that you're going to do your traditional wedding in the morning and then do your church wedding in the afternoon and reception you know so advantage of doing that is that you get to save a lot you don't have to rent all twice mm-hmm. you know you save logistics of food that you have to serve you know 
you know you have to serve if you're doing a two-day event you have to serve at the traditional wedding you have to serve food at the you know you have to pay for all twice you know all the logistics and all of that so it can be quite expensive if you're doing a two-day event as compared to a one-day event although now one day event the disadvantage of doing that is that it can be very stressful especially if you don't have an event planner it can be really stressful like you'll be stressed because I mean, you would have been awake from 4 a.m. in the morning mm -hmm. and then you retire at 12 midnight. So it can be really stressful. So you need to you need to decide. If you have the money, I would advise that you do a two-day event. You know, it can be Friday and Saturday or Thursday and Saturday. So now you've decided, I'm having a one-day event, I'm having a two-day event. So now the next thing you want to do is decide if you need an event planner or not. Mm. And there are people that are very good at you know, multitasking, and they can handle stress. They know how to handle stress. So you should have known yourself by now. If you are the type that you can handle stress, you are very organized, you can multitask, and you feel like you want to plan your wedding, why not go ahead? Hmm. Do you understand? <laughs> but if you are the type that, okay, you know that your husband is not the type of person that pays attention to details, hmm. for example, and you are the type of person that is busy, work, you, because you still have to be going to work yeah. or, you know, yeah. continue with what you are doing. And you know you don't have all the time. It is advisable for you to get an event planner. So, what is the role of that event planner, and how do you look out for an event planner? That okay, that's a good question. Now, the role of an event planner is help you to they help you to organize your day and make sure that you don't leave anything out. So, they are the ones that will be reminding you that okay, these are the things that you we need to do for that day. They suggest vendors for you okay. because they would have worked with a number of vendors. So they know who is good and who is not good. Okay. So they, and they have an idea of the price that each of those vendors charge okay. you know, for a particular service. Mm -hmm. So instead of you trying to brainstorm on, okay, um, I have to look for someone that is good at this, and how much would this person... They already know that this person is on a high level, expensive. Mm -hmm. This person, average, mm -hmm. not too expensive. And then this person, okay, is very affordable. But this is the type of service this person will provide. So they help you to plan your day. Mm -hmm. And then they ensure that you don't leave anything out. You don't forget anything. Mm -hmm. So they are the ones that will be monitoring. So and they, they have a list that be like, okay, six months to your wedding, these are the things you should have done. Okay. Three months to your wedding, these are the things you should have done. Two weeks, these are the things So what's the best so, time? Is there like a time frame where you need to get your event planner? Is, is the earlier the better, I will say. Okay. The earlier, so that you don't also put your event planner on them. Um, on, you don't rush your event planner mm. because your, it's not ju just your wedding okay. they are planning or just your event they are planning at that particular time mm. so you have to give them enough time as well because by the time you rush your event planner they tend to rush things as well mm. and then they are not settled enough to make some decisions okay. so the earlier the better that is the rule I got my event planner like 6 months to my wedding mm. so they help you, you know, instead of thinking what are the things I need to do how you know they help you make those decisions so that is by the way about getting an event planner then event planners that tell you oh if your budget is not five million and above we can't work with that I, I don't i don't think i don't think that is right because as a good event planner whatever your client's budget is you should be able to work around it Although you know that okay now I need to get very cheap vendors based on their budget, mm -hmm. so get event planners that are patient, that have good reviews, 
that I've planned several weddings. Let let it not be okay. Someone that is just learning, get an experienced person. So that's by the way. Now, if you decide that you're not getting an event planner, it is good to prioritize and then um, delegate work to family members. If you can trust your family trust members, yes, if you can trust your family members enough to undo things for you, then it's advisable to delegate those things to your event, to your mm -hmm. family mm -hmm. members. Because you trust me, you cannot do it alone. You need help. Mm -hmm. So if you're not using an event planner, your sisters, your cousins, other members of the family that you know you can trust enough to do something for you, then delegate your work. So now you've gotten your event planner or you've decided not to get an event planner. The next thing you have to decide on is your date. The date is very important. Picking a date for your wedding because that will determine a lot of things. There are some vendors that cannot be at two places at the same time. Or, can, or cannot handle two events at the same time. And you know, if you have it in mind that, oh, this is the person I want to use for my big day, and you are here to decide on your dates, eventually you will you'll find out that, oh, this vendor I want to use for my DJ, for example, is already going to be at another person's wedding, and the DJ cannot be at two places at the same time. So you have to decide on your date early and start phoning your vendors that, oh, they are the one I want to use, it's you I want for my band, you know. So, so that they already they can already book you for that day mm. so that nobody else will pick that date. Yeah. So you need to make your decision on dates on time between your, your family members and your partner because that will determine your makeup artist, mm -hmm. that will determine your DJ, that will determine your band, that will determine even your event planner yeah. because some event planner, if, if they have good assistants, for example, they can tell the assistant to undo someone's event while they handle Jonathan. But there are some event planners that, okay, they have to be the one that is there. They cannot delegate to the assistant. So, you have to pick your date on time. So, you've picked a date. Next thing is you want to decide on venue. Now, the before you decide on venue, you have to make up your mind. How many guests am I expecting? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that is very important. Okay. If you know your family is the... <laughs> Book boy, <laughs> you invite them, or you don't invite them, or somehow, somehow they get to know. <laughs> you have to make allowance. <laughs> wow, exactly. Wow. So you need to know your family. If your family is, the, you know, the people from Ijebu that likes <laughs> party, yeah, you should know that. Nah, okay. you <laughs> I'm are expecting going to like a lot a big of people. The whole of Nigeria. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So now there are all that are, um, you know, that can accommodate five hundred people. Some that can accommodate 1,500 and of course prices will be different so if you know that you are just dealing with a small number of guests mm -hmm. like say between 250 to 500 mm -hmm. then go for a smaller hall that can accommodate 500 guests and um, if you know you are going to be expecting a lot and it's not just you as the bride that is that that is important because the groom also as family members mm. so you, have, you also have to talk to your partner okay your family do you think that type of people that will be a lot you know and like how many are you expecting so you add the two together that will determine the number of guests mm. and now um for me me i know <laughs> i know that <laughs> my family members whether they they don't get invited they will still be there <laughs> i told my husband that see okay i know that our total 
number of guests that we should we want to work on is 500 okay. but it cannot be 250 to 50 <laughs> because i know my family so i told him that you know what give me 60 percent you take 40 because i know his his family is the type of family that they are just small you know is if you invite them they'll come if you don't invite them people from my own life you know people all those cultural women that you know yes. they go out to sing all these yeah. you know they were there and i was like how did these people get here like my wedding was in lagos People from Ekiti. There was a boss. Like seriously, there was a boss from Ekiti. <laughs> that was not aware of. So, so I, so I had to make, I had to make, um, I had to, I had to make an allowance available. So I told my husband, you know what? Just give me sixty percent. I know that at the end of the day, my from my own side, it will still be seventy <laughs> percent. Then you also have to discuss with your event planner. If you know you are working with five hundred guests, plan for six hundred. Because you never can tell. Mm. Fine, you have 500 in mind. But when you are catering for those guests, tell your caterer to cater for 600 or 700. Mm. It's better for the food to be in excess yeah. than for it, for, you know, for, for it to be mm. short. Yeah, and people will go out and say, ah, ah, tell <laughs> English, we did not see food to eat. You know. So you have to decide number of guests and the type of all. So those two work hand in hand. For me, I have been to weddings where um where I sat, my back was literally touching <laughs> the back of the person on another table. And that can be really annoying. And then you have to walk around or you yeah, have to go to the toilet. Space, you have to squeeze yourself. yourself with your you know, dress. Did you understand? And 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 sometimes the oil can be really stuffy. And I you know, I've been to weddings like that and I you know I told myself that no, I didn't like how I felt, you know with my back rubbing on people mm -hmm. and all of that so I, I don't want that for my guests mm -hmm. although i had 500 guests mm -hmm. you know in mind but i went for a hall that can accommodate 1500 mm -hmm. i wanted my space mm -hmm. i wanted to decorate the hall and you are like mm -hmm. wow this is beautiful you know yeah. there's some decorations yeah, that are really actually, nice yes you did but then because you this space that, is yes, small space, yes, you won't be yes. able to see the beauty of the decoration yes, yes. so I want everything to, you know, be colorful. Yeah. I want people to see the, it you know. Okay. And then some vendors will have to, have to stay in the hall as mm -hmm. well. For example, those making cocktails and mocktails, yeah. they have to set up in the hall. Oh. Your DJ has to set up in the hall. Mm -hmm. Your band has to set up in the hall. Yeah. You know? And it was not even the inside for me. Even the, both outside and inside, there was actually space. There you know, no I wanted, and then you have, you have issues with car park. Because if you are expecting 500 guests, you know, you should also know the type of people you are inviting. Mm -hmm. If you know that half of my guests will come with their car, <laughs> you, you need to start thinking, the all I'm renting, mm -hmm. do they have accommodation for that number of cars? Mm -hmm. But if you are renting a big all, definitely they have a big car park. So you don't want a situation where everywhere is rowdy. You go out, you see people outside, <laughs> see cars, you know. I, I, I didn't want that. So I went for an order that can accommodate 1,500, you know. Mm -hmm. Because you have to also put, apart from your guests, people that have to set up in the hall, your band, yeah, your DJ, your, you know, everything. And then you don't want everywhere to be stuffy and you're sweating and all of that. So you have to, you have to really consider. And at the same time, your pocket is important. Mm -hmm. Your pocket is very important. So now, the next thing you'll be doing is deciding on the vendors you want to use. 
Now, there are two ways to go about choosing vendors. You can rely entirely on your event planner. And you should have made you should have decided with your event planner at the beginning that because there are some event planners that will tell you is my own vendor you have to use because it, I get where they are coming from when they say you have to use their event, their vendors because they've worked with these people mm. so they know how they work they know how okay. they operate it's easy to control them okay unlike when they are working with a, an entirely new mm. vendor. You know they have to start working with okay. And this then they are not even Yeah, exactly. So many uncertainties and and disappointment. So I get where they come from. So you, you both have to decide. Okay, are you working strictly with my vendors, or are you going to get some vendors, you know, on your own, yeah. you know, and then. So you have to decide. For me, I used both. Mm-hmm. What I did basically, because I, I really put my event planner to work. After I would tell her to go and not just watch, like okay for example you want to pick a caterer you are not going to just give me one option you should table five options okay these five caterers you know these are the people I have in mind you go and decide okay. do you understand yeah. I put my event planner to work you cannot just come at table one option and say this is the caterer I want you to use no mm-hmm. what if there are some things I'm not comfortable with so you should table at least five options before me so it is left for me as the bride or as the boom to go and make my research mm. go and check their instagram page you'll find out from yeah, people reviews and all, reviews and all of yeah. that and see which one works for you even the price even the price do you understand so you will now have to make a research of okay this person this person this person which one is the best which one can i afford so that was what I did. I used both options. My event planner will bring suggestions. I will go on my own on Instagram randomly and be googling caterers. Mm-hmm. And the one that you know appeals to me, I will decide. It can be the one my event planner suggested. It can be an entirely new one. Mm-hmm. So it is left for my event planner to work with yeah. the person I am suggesting. And another thing I made sure of: your event planner should not negotiate price mm-hmm. for you. You can see you have to do things with wisdom. Okay. You can just ask your event planner. Okay, you've worked with this person, right? How much does this person charge? Let your event planner tell you. Okay. So it's now left for you to now go and call the person yourself. Mm. Call the vendor yourself and say, okay, hello. Yeah, I saw your play. Blah blah. You don't have to even tell the vendor that. Oh, this person is my event planner. You have to okay. be wise because by the time you say. Oh, this person is my event planner. This person referred me. Yeah. Do I really think, okay, yes, 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 she's from we this person. We've had a discussion. Yeah. Exactly. So you don't have to tell them. Just call and say, oh, I saw your this thing, this thing on Instagram. I'd like to find out some things. How much do you charge? What are your packages like? You know? Mm-hmm. You, and then see if it tallies with what your event planner is saying. Yeah. Even if it tallies with what your event planner is saying, it is left for you to still negotiate. Yeah still negotiate that okay i really like your work but it's your price that will chase me away so mm-hmm. are you willing to you know accept this you know negotiate yourself don't allow your event planner because there's there's a limit to what your event planner will because they can be friends mm-hmm. for example the vendor yeah, and your sure. event they can be friends and then if they are friends <laughs> you know imagine what they will bring exactly to for you. exactly so you have to do the negotiation yourself mm-hmm. so that you don't get short changed mm-hmm. for anything so you have to start picking vendors so i've told you how to go about picking your vendors and how to negotiate price you know and you have to be down to earth you know if you are if you are strictly working with your budget you have to be down to earth it got to a point where i had to go to the house of one of my vendors i did <laughs> i went to shagun johnson's house yes 
this is the band you must use because he's very good at me to yeah. wear where he has you know, I know Atelier and, told me Kezo to and do you understand and this yeah. this event this um, this um, band pressing is top notch I would yeah. recommend so by the time um, I told my event planner to go and talk to the guy and the guy called one ridiculous price and my uncle too called him and that was the same price I was like uncle you know what I might see some works because my, <laughs> my uncle literally told me that don't worry whatever price it costs I will pay for it because okay. I am the one suggesting this person guy, yeah. I was like okay what's the problem you know sorry my Yoruba is too much but I am the Yoruba girl so <laughs> and I said ah, and I said okay see what if I am actually the one paying for it okay will I still go ahead mm-hmm. to use this person I said no because I don't want to exceed my budget okay so I went to his house Wow. I called him that hello, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coming to see you. Where can we sit and talk? Blah blah blah. I said, okay, it's at home. I don't know where I said, don't worry, I'm coming. Fortunately for me, his house is actually really. I serious? said, no problem. Okay. <laughs> so I went to his house. I said, see, this is me. I am the bride. <laughs> <laughs> I am the bride. See that price you are calling me? I cannot afford it. Oh, boy, I was spoken to your uncle. I said, ah. They are speaking to family. I think the one that will pay you. I are not the ones that will pay you. Oh it God. is me. You can see me. You know. You can see I am very. There. <laughs> ah, that please, oh, and we really want to use you. But if you say we cannot use you, no problem. That will go somewhere else. So, uh, uh, you know. You know. I Sometimes you have to sit down with your vendor to yeah, negotiate because you, you are working with because sometimes budget. when they when yeah. they hear your voice especially when you're speaking english and they feel like oh it's where are you a doctor ah okay ah <laughs> it's not like that so like sometimes you have to let them see you for who you are yeah. yes this is me and they start to negotiate and at the end of the day i was able to achieve what i wanted to achieve for my that actually makes sense because this somebody was not ready to pay yeah. But you still told yourself yeah. that I, mean, I have a budget. Yeah, and suppose then if I'm going to pay, 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 this is yeah, what I already have that, in mind. That's, that's very, very. Yeah, so that is, <laughs> that is another aspect of yeah. negotiating price. Sometimes you have to be really down to earth, you have to smith them and sit down to talk to these people. So now, vendors, then, um, you have sometimes you have to divide your budget based on what is important to you. Okay, some people decide that photography and videography is what is very important to me than mm-hmm. any other thing. Some people decide that feeding my guests is what is most important. So you have to divide your dress. Exactly. You have to divide your budget based on what is most important to you. If it's your personal effects that is very important to you, like your makeup, your outfit, then go all out. Yeah. Do you understand? Some mm-hmm. people can decide to spend half of their budget on their personal outfit. What was it for you For me. Ah what was it? It was everything. <laughs> actually, it was everything because you wouldn't. But, but I know, I know, I know, I know. At a point, yeah, you were like, you were not really that serious with your accessories. Yeah, what's it? It see, wasn't really that. If I tell you how much my wedding gown was, you'd be surprised. Wow, like you'd be surprised because I wasn't. You were, yeah, see, I wasn't I see, really I so. I just wanted something nice. nice yeah. Let everything just be nice, you know. But what was important to my husband is the picture picture videos i mean memories for yeah. him so i understand that we had to you know go extra mile you know and we didn't just want any our photographer or videographer that was my next yeah that was my next and the guy was so intentional yeah, I, I, like, I, I wanted my husband, I wanted my husband is very 
I'll do what the world to use. Yeah, there are some things that you don't expect from things, you know. <laughs> <laughs> my husband can be very petty. Like my husband pays attention to details. That's why they call him Yikus Yikus because he's very every yeah, small thing yeah. has to be on point. So those pictures were very important to him. Mm. Even our pre-wedding shoots, Shoot, you know. Yeah, I wasn't even shoot. expecting that he would the go all out. Shoot was no but then that was, was, <laughs> well, how many times that you guys I was the same person you used for your wedding yeah. So if you was this then another thing to take note of when you're dealing with vendors and the price is it's better to go for package. Mm. Do you understand? Okay. Now what do I mean? For example, you want to get a makeup artist. Get a makeup artist that can also tie gaily. Okay. So it's cheaper. Okay. Or like getting a different person that will tie your gaily. Get a different person that will tie yeah. you. At the end of the day, you have so many places you are paying money yeah. to. Yeah, I think when they are trying to call and meet Exactly, exactly. So yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's good to work with packages. Do you get my point? Yeah. So for example, get a package that, okay, this person will take your pre-wedding shoot, take your traditional pictures, take your white wedding. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. It's better than, okay, it's a different person that... Like taking, so they they tend to give you discounts if you're doing a lot yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening. Please stay tuned for more episodes. Don't forget to follow my Instagram page at T O K E S O D E I N D E. So get sure You can also send in your questions and comments on my Instagram page at Tokeshodende or my email account. Tokyo Shodendi at gmail.com.